Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insider's Yankees podcast for Monday, April 26th. The Yankees coming off a series in Cleveland where they had a chance to sweep On Sunday, they fell short, end up winning three out of four. Uh, They had a three-game winning streak, uh, and they're inching closer to 500. They're now 9-12 after losing that finale in Cleveland on Sunday. They have a four-game series to continue their road trip in Baltimore, a place which has been very friendly to them over the last couple of years. Since 2019, the Yankees are 26-6 and against the Orioles. They won two out of three against Baltimore earlier in this season. Obviously, they've scuffled, and most of it, although we focus a lot on pitching, most of the struggles really have been about the offense, and that showed little sign of life, a few signs of life in the series in Cleveland. The Thursday night game, uh, they got 11 hits and 9 walks, 20 base runners. They only hit one home run, so they only put six runs on the board. Uh, They didn't get nearly as many opportunities in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games, but they hit the ball out of the ballpark more and were able to put some runs on the board. Five runs on Friday in the victory. Two was all they needed Saturday, thanks to Garrett Cole. More on him in a moment. And they scored three on Sunday, had a couple of chances early, let them get away, but 11 base runners. They drew at least four walks in every one of the four games in Cleveland. Uh, That's going to be important right there because that's telling you a little bit more about their approach, about not swinging out of the zone. That's been a big part of the problem when you see what the Yankees have done offensively over the course of the first three weeks of the season and all of their struggles. All told in the four games, the numbers didn't blow you away. It wasn't this big breakout series where they just destroyed Cleveland. But in four games, they got 28 base hits and 22 walks. That's 50 base runners of over hits or walks in four games. They hit nine home runs, including four in the Friday night victory, and they scored 16 runs in all, which is only four runs a game. So they um, they clearly need to be a little bit better. But remember, they were facing the Cy Young Award winner in one of those games, and they scored two runs off of him. Uh, and, you know, this is still kind of a work in progress for the offense. I don't think it's as easy as flipping a switch, and they've kind of proven that over the course of the last week or so. There's a lot of hitters still looking to get moving. Aaron Judge is drawing a lot of walks, but we're still not seeing a big portion where he where he just rakes. Giancarlo Stanton hit some big home runs. He's made some loud outs, but you're looking for a pretty good hot streak from him, one where the batting average goes shooting up too. And DJ LeMay, was the biggest mystery of all. It's one ground ball after another for him. His ground ball rate is skyrocketed. His pop-up rate is skyrocketed. His line drive rate, well below what we're used to seeing, and that's a big reason why he scuffled in this early going. Uh, a lot of talk about different players pressing. Probably the case. You know, the Yankees are three games under 500, three and a half weeks into the season. 
we're past the point of just being early because early and and I mean early in a sense of you know the slow start for players offensively there's still a lot of time to make up ground and make up games if you think about where we are in the calendar you know we haven't even May 1st yet still a ton of games to play um, but when you think about talking about hitters slow starts and worrying about it we kind of brush that aside in the early going after the first week or so we say all right you know three games six games ten games it's really not that much especially the start and stop nature of uh, uh, the early part of the season because of off days and rainouts and the cold weather is an issue but now you get into the grind a little bit Yankees are in a stretch right now where they're playing 13 games in a row. Um, you're getting into that everyday routine a little bit, and you expect to see things offensively pick up. Now, it's happening around the league, too. Um, if you, I mean, a bunch of shutouts on Sunday, uh, no hitters. We're seeing, we're seeing uh, pitching really dominating a lot of places early on. But the Yankees' offense is made up of, you know, really uh, – a lot of different high-quality hitters who were supposed to be carrying this team throughout portions of the season, especially early on, because as I've said here before, the Yankees' offense is designed to cover their other deficiencies and buy them time to fix them. You have until July's trading deadline to make acquisitions and make yourself better, and that's really, it's been the pitching strategy for probably not just the Yankees, but for, for many teams throughout the course of the year. Okay, here's what you're starting with, and now you've got time until July to figure out what you have and make your move. In the meantime, you've got to use the other parts of your team, the other parts of your game, to kind of cover for that. And that's what the Yankees' offense is all about. It's there to cover up for the deficiencies in the rotation until they can fix the rotation. And same goes for the team defense, because we know that's not very good either. So the offense has really struggled, and we're past the point of five games, six games, eight games, you're 21 games in. You know, you really need to start, you know, now you're getting to the point where hitters are getting 60, 70 at-bats, and it's not just a very, it's not. It's still a small sample size, relatively speaking, as far as, especially as far as statistical guys go, but it's not a really small sample of 20 or 25 at-bats. So you're moving to the point where you need to see these guys start hitting again. DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Glaber Torres, Gary Sanchez, Clint Frazier. These guys all have to really pick it up. And I don't know, you know, here's the good and bad part about you know, the Orioles. If they do hit against the Orioles the next four days, great, because it's going to mean you get going. But it's not going to prove anything to anybody in anybody's mind because of what they've done to the Orioles over the years. Matt Harvey gets to start on Monday for Baltimore, and that's going to be a pretty interesting story to watch and kind of see where he is right now. Different pitcher. Davey Garcia makes his season debut for the Yankees on Monday. He's been pitching at the alternate site, and although the the box score numbers look pretty good, um, from someone who watched him pitch the last two uh, times he started at the alternate site, he hadn't been throwing the ball very well. So I'm interested to see how he's pitching um, once the energy level gets ramped up, there's a crowd in the stands again. And uh, and remember, he hasn't pitched in front of a crowd yet. He made his Major League debut last year in the no-crowd environment. And he's been pitching at the alternate site. This is going to be the first Major League game he pitches with any fans in the stands at all. So maybe that'll have a little bit of a boost because his stuff really wasn't playing up very well his last couple of times at the alternate site. And, uh, and he kind of... Uh, ran into some mechanical issues in spring training 
which caused the Yankees to want to send him down to begin with and have him start down there. So still some excitement, though, because you know the type of potential that Garcia has and the way we've talked about him for the last couple of years. Interested to see what he's going to do. Corey Kluber is going to start the Tuesday game, and he really needs to have kind of a more dramatic turnaround because it's really all about control. You know, I'm if he wants to build up to the five, six, seven, eight, eight innings, that's fine, but he needs to give you four to five really good innings at this point. Uh, his control is really how he made his name. When he was winning Cy Young Awards, when he was considered one of the handful of the best pitchers in the league, he didn't walk batters. He struck batters out and he didn't walk anybody. He was striking out six to seven hitters per walk. Well, so far this year, he has 11 walks, only 14 strikeouts in 15 innings pitched. And this was one of my uh, little things I looked up from the last game against the Braves last week. He walked the eight hitter and the nine hitter back to back in one inning. In 2018, when he threw, I think it was 215 innings, he walked the eight hitter once all year. He walked the nine hitter once all year. He walked the eight and nine hitters back to back last week. He's walking way too many guys. Um, and even when it looked like he was in control in the earlier innings, he was still in some three ball counts and missing pitches and uh, really not showing signs. You know, I would rather him. Now, I've been telling you it's durability over dominance, right? But the walks are really troubling here. So I would rather him kind of pitch four decent innings, five decent innings and build himself back up than get knocked around with these walks that are killing him early on. So let's see how he does here. He really just needs, you know, that's, that's what's going to tell you. Walks to strikeouts is one of the great indicators for hitters and pitchers of how a guy is doing. And right now it's horrible for Kluber. 11 walks, 14 strikeouts. He starts to swing that in the other direction, especially with the walks. May I don't I don't know about the strikeouts cuz he's, you know, ticked down in velocity from years past, but he wasn't always about velocity, more more movement too and and precision location. So we'll see how he gets going here, but he's got to make some big strides here because Jameson Tyone pitched on Sunday and he got, you know, knocked around a little bit second turn through the order. He's having trouble with two strikes, putting guys away. That's something that, again, has to start turning quickly. We're now moving into the part where you're past the first couple of starts. You'd like to see these guys showing improvement, trending in the right direction. And that's where, you know, you're going to really want the hitters and the starting pitchers to make their moves. The bullpen has been fantastic. You've got a lot of guys stepping up right now. But, you know, as is always the case, when you're when you're throwing out a good bullpen out there, you don't want to burn them out too much. And early on, they're taking great care of these guys. We'll see how it goes. But the best way to do it is to get good starting pitching. Garrett Cole's been phenomenal. You can't argue about anything he's given you. Uh, and it's really now just time for the rest of these guys to fall in line and see what happens. It's early. Yes, 21 games in the grand scheme. Not a lot. But it is still a pretty significant sample. And because it's been a while since we've seen the Yankees play really well consistently, you're waiting for them to roll off a good stretch here and don't turn anything into a losing streak. They want three in a row. Don't let Sunday's loss turn into a losing streak. And we'll see where the Yankees sit maybe by the end of this week if things are rolling again in the right direction as they face the Orioles for four before coming back home. want to remind you to go to your podcast platforms on Odyssey, 
Apple Podcasts, go to WFAN's Baseball Insiders, hit subscribe. You'll get Ed Coleman's Mets reports and my Yankees reports delivered to you. We're coming at you twice a week here. And don't forget to listen to us on WFAN. Follow us online at WFAN.com and on my Twitter, at YankeesWFAN. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Thanks for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.